is good, everybody? Welcome to a podcast of four fans. Four fans, this is the Forecast Philippines. My name is Mark, and I am your PR boy next door. With me is the real deal, JV. Hey, guys, let's get it. We have the rookie of the year, Frankie J. We back. And last but not the least, the human internet troll, Manzano. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yo, yo. Hey, Very happy, yo. This, that's a trap, it's yo, man. Inflections, eh. Mga parang up, down, up, down, dun, eh. That's a champion's yo. A champion's like John Cena. Yo. Yeah, man. Like John Cena. Like, champion. Are we a wrestling podcast? Champion's yo, uh, pero we could, we could be. Mo yung finals MVP nyo. I know. Anyway, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. So, uh, to everyone listening, thank you uh, for tuning in if it's your first time. Uh, thanks for checking out our podcast. If you've been listening to our previous, to our five previous ones, thank you for all your love and support. You can catch us on Spotify, uh, The Forecast PH, and also on all our socials. That's The Forecast PH, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. So it's been a while, guys. Hope that you're all doing well. Um, we're recording this in the midst of a uh, typhoon. So prayers for our electricity and our Wi-Fi. Um, but it's been a while since we've had our last podcast and a lot has changed. Mainly, of course, as mentioned, we do have a new NBA champion, and it, and they are the Los Angeles Lakers. Congrats, JV and Manzano. Uh, yeah, hey, Manzano yeah. Mostly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Next season, eh. Oh, it's take like next season. Hindi <laughs> masaya, but uh, for for the, for the Laker fan, <laughs> the, the true Laker fan at heart, si Manzano. What what's your what, have been, what are your thoughts on this championship that you guys won uh, at this point three weeks ago? Well, you know, Mark, uh, no surprises. You, know, you, you say I'm not happy, but I am. It's just, you know, no surprises as expected, as advertised. So only left thing now is for LeBron to pass the torch. Then I'll be happy. Yeah. But LeBron's the one... Uh, finals MVP. So the torch has not quite been passed just yet, right? Hey, Mark. Uh, I don't know if any one of you are UFC fans. So earlier today, Anderson Silva lost. You know, so it, that's a lesson for LeBron, man. Go out on top. That's my advice. This is the only time I'll say that he's on top. And you know, <laughs> there's no better place to win the championship than the greatest franchise in the NBA. So go out. The door is there. Well, next season, ba wala na? Wala na? No more championships next season. Well, you know, uh, uh, he is getting older. Um, he not says playing so like himself. it, though. Actually, mm-hmm. not playing like he's any older. He's playing like he's eighteen years old. Well, yeah. you know, uh, I know uh, JV's gonna agree with me, but once that. Uh, Warrior super team gets constructed, you know. I think LeBron true. better run for it. True, true, better retire. Let me let me just season. give you um, just for Manzano's kind of contentment and happiness. Uh, this is a quote I just pulled up from Bleacher Report. Um, probably not from Bleacher Report, but Bleacher Report posted it uh, via ESPN's Dave McMenamin and Malika Andrews. So I think LeBron mentioned to AD. 
this is your team. This is your time. I'm good. If I retire today, I'm fine. That's what LeBron said. But you know, just for Manzano's happiness, but I don't think I don't think he's gonna retire anytime soon. <laughs> Give me like all... three, four years more of LeBron. Yeah, he has a lot left in the tank, and but he said he wanted to play until his his son. Yep. Uh, he did in the NBA, yep. and that's around three or four years from now. So I'm not gonna be surprised if he sticks around longer. And they are still the favorites, I I I would suppose. Um with whatever whatever sort of season we get next year, or actually not next year, in a few months, right? yeah. The next season. Yep. I'm sure that the Lakers will be the odds on favorite um coming into that. But uh so we know that Manzano is happy. Well not surprised, but he's happy because he, as a Laker fan, of course, you welcome that championship and he called it, uh, but uh, the one thing that hasn't come, the one thing that hasn't come true yet is na magretire si LeBron or he he leaves and he rides off into the sunset. Um, how about uh, I want to hear from the Heatle in this uh, four-man group, uh, Frankie J. Kamusta? Does it does it still hurt or? Um, <laughs> Is it still hurt or four letters? You're Mark. very proud. Four um, letters. Based on, based on your... pain. P-A-I-N. Literally still... for Goran and Bam, and of course That's for true. the mental side. But no, yeah, you're right. I'm really, really proud of um the team. You know, I, I I've always considered myself part of the team, <laughs> so I I'm really proud yeah. of what the guys you know showed. Um. It's something uh, to be honest. As much as as much as I say now, you know, I've expected this from them. That from them, and you know, the beginning of the beginning of the season, I always jokingly said Miami will be the champions. All right, it's really there's still some sort of surprise in me that you know that I never really thought that they go to the finals straight up. To be honest, I know I've been saying that, you know, I've expected this all along, but I did know how much fight they had in them. That's why they, it makes me really, you know, confident in the team ever since the start of the restart. And, yo, yo, um, I'm, I'm really proud. Uh, we, we brought them, brought the Lakers to six games and basically playing without Bam and Goran who, were such a huge part of the player front for the Miami Heat, um, especially Goran, man. Yeah. Playing 20 points per game, so much minutes on the court. And just to go out like that, it's very unfortunate. And as Pat Riley said, and misquoted by so much in the media, um, this for us, Heat fans and Heat Nation, and of course the organization, is always going to be an asterisk. Not for the Lakers championship, but for us, uh, you know, who would be we're kind of in a what if moment like what if Goran and Bam were healthy all along yeah. and you know and unfortunately that's that's the name of the game it's part of the game injuries are part Thanks of the game, the game. and <laughs> unfortunately it happened in the finals where you know i was i was really excited you know no one no one really expected us to be here and who knows for us for uh, us he uh, fans in the organization who knows what could have been if we played um, healthy it could have gone to a game 7 at least even if the Lakers won but you know um, I, love uh, very, I would um, argue um, na yung na injure si Bam tsaka si Dragic I think yun yung worst matchup nightmare ng Lakers like nung game to na nalo sila it was very convincing 
Tapos nung bumalik sila game 6, right? No, that was too wala. late. That was too late. Wala, that was too wala. late. That was too parit, late. Ang parit na rotation. Hindi, kasi, kasi that was too late. It wasn't, it wasn't the, it wasn't the normal Miami Heat roster na Goran would be starting healthy. Of course, Bam, he went in playing game 4, but he wasn't 100%. It was all heart, man. Yeah. So, imagine, okay, yes, it was one game, game 1, they played halfway and they were down like, what, 20 plus. But, they, they have this resiliency. They never, they never lost back-to-back games um, in the playoffs. They barely lost back-to-back games in the regular season. And, you know, if game two, if we played healthy, game two without Bam and Goran, it's, it's really kind of a messy matchup. Um, Spo didn't know who to put. He even placed Solomon Hill in the lineup and you yeah, know, replaced was, Bam. Yeah, it worked. It worked. So, bro, it worked. But yeah, he gets, if they played healthy with the same system, um, not playing really, you know, they're, if they're play, really 100%, um, they're not playing reluctantly. Even in game six, when Goran came in, you could see that he's not as healthy as he could have been. Even Bam games four to five, games four, five, and six, he wasn't healthy as he could have been. It 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 would totally become a different matchup. So yeah, um, but um, I have to say this: the Lakers won this fairly and uh, fairly. Um, I'm just really proud of the Heat brought this game to six with Jimmy Butler's heroics and especially the legendary performance in game three and six and game three and five he posted huge triple doubles and you know I just can't wait to look I'm just really looking forward for next season I want to thank Frankie J for all the congratulations but I haven't been a troll in a while now so let me do my troll take Frankie J thanks for the congrats but you know heart at this context, is overrated, man. It's easy to say the Heat have heart, but they didn't really have the pressure, you know. So, no home fans. They lost to two players. So, you know, they, they were playing without pressure. And like JV said, um, because of that, they had looks that probably the Lakers didn't see or weren't expecting. And, yeah, just coupled with no pressure, they just went out themselves. But, you know... As for the heart and the resiliency, it's not as exaggerated as that. So I would like to think. Well, again, so, but no, I don't understand. You know, but you know, good the game. The game really like isn't about the fans or the you know, and it's how it's how you adapt to the environment as well. So I am, yeah. The Lakers did that. They proved that they won the championship. But you know, again, for us, it's always gonna be on on the Heat side, not the Lakers championship. Take that out of context. They won it fairly and squarely. Props to them. But for us, it's always gonna be a what if moment. Yeah, um, I, I I know that we were robbed of a of a series with let's say both teams really giving I'd say a hundred percent. I mean, well, at least the Lakers were were healthy, right? Uh, but we were the Heat were robbed of the chance to you know, you know what if what if we had a full squad if our star players were not um, injured from the start so that that's definitely there. But yung pinakasasabi ko feeling ko game seven without Dragic and Bam without them without they, them yeah go well, in game six yeah well, you know I, I, like yung si Kelly Olynyk sobrang key playing as well. in he, he was playing well plus sobrang hindi hindi makapasok si Davis sa paint because he has to guard Olynyk sa, sa yeah, all the way out the of three he, he could have rebound ng game two like one rebound buong game 
Sino? Well, si si AD. In game two? Yeah, he oh uh, yeah, he he, he had like three that. rebounds number. Okay. Yeah. yeah it, again, it's gonna be a what if because it, it never happened. So yeah. Yeah, I mean that's my take. Like 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 any uh final series, there will always be what ifs. Like last year. True. What if KD wasn't hurt? Clay. <sighs> would it would would Kawhi and the Raptors win? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe if KD played yeah, midway through the series, they would be they would the Warriors would probably lose five uh four one. The well, yeah, Who knows? Who knows? They won two games without with them, without KD. But you know, same same <laughs> argument with what you're saying, JV. Ah, I said because of Clay Thompson games. See, see Clay. Game six Thompson la yung kilang kalang sabing pangalan daw. Pero natala sila sa game six, diba? Ah, natala sila sa game six. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, dapat, for... uh, dapat like the no first half, sobra init nikali yakalao. Panalo until bob, like bobagsak na siya. So at that point, wala na talaga yun. <laughs> yeah. So yun. Well, I'm, I'm just glad that even if, well, I'm sure all of us were, are thinking, especially Heat fans. Uh, led by Frankie J, um, they they would they're wishing that if we just had a full squad, if we were healthy, who knows what could have happened? We could have gone to seven yeah. games. They could have won. Yeah, we we we, we can could have won. Tell. But but I'm just glad that uh, the entertainment value of the series didn't suffer. It at the first few games, it looked like uh, the Lakers are gonna run away with this. They're gonna beat them in four, maybe five. Yeah. But that didn't happen, yeah. and it's because yeah. of really one uh, one guy on the court who gave his all, who played what forty five, forty six minutes per game, pretty oh, much <laughs> throughout the six games. And conditioning, you could see him really conditioning, breathing heavily. You could see him uh, hunched over um, after each play. It really played hard both ends, and that guy <laughs> is Jimmy Butler. So. Let's transition to our next topic. Um, his performance, which we know has been incredible, undoubtedly. How does it stack up to the all-time finals performance uh, performances, at least, that we've seen or at least that we know of? Um, maybe I'll start first. Um, I think that uh, with the way he played, those games where he, he, he garnered a triple-double, a 40-point triple-double uh, in one of them, I think this series uh, and this version of Jimmy Butler has cemented him as a superstar in the NBA. Now, uh, I know in previous years when he was in the Sixers, the the Wolves, um, and then, and before in the Bulls, um, they kind of were treating Jimmy Butler as you know someone who would parang a team wrecker, right? He would wreck the chemistry. He was he was yeah. a good player, but he. They thought that he was, you know, just looking out for himself, or he wasn't someone who could rally a team, or, uh, you know, be that glue guy, that leader, um, for a team, for a championship team. And this season, and this bubble, uh, proved the opposite. In fact, he did lead them, all heart, all effort, and I think you can count him as one of your uh, top ten uh, NBA players. Definitely call him a superstar. Put some respect on his name. Um, yeah, put some respect on uh, Jimmy Butler's name. Um, how about you guys? What did this uh, finals performance mean for Jimmy Butler's legacy, and how does it measure up to the others? 
uh, other mean, greats. Sobrang icon. Ay, well, I think after this playoffs, you you should list it it as one of the most iconic like efforts in NBA sure. NBA history for sure, right? Pero I would like to say lang na the effort he's putting this season. Well, segue to 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 the great player LeBron James. He's been doing it for like the past 18 years now, and mm-hmm. the way people like uh, create the narrative that na, uh, LeBron isn't that great, LeBron isn't uh, that legendary. Um, they're, they're while they're giving that same legendary respect to Jimmy Butler. I think it's very hypocritical, but not to give. Like not to take away anything from Jimmy Butler, it's very like a legendary playoff run for him. But if you're giving props to Jimmy Butler, you should also be giving the same amount of respect to LeBron James, uh-huh. right? And he asked for it in that interview, right? Put some respect. I just want, my yeah. Say, <laughs> I just want my respect. Um, he was kind of fed up and winning his fourth championship, fourth MVP. Uh, at least I would say at least the three of us here have mad respect for LeBron. <laughs> yep. I want to ask see human internet troll. Oh. When, uh, well, first we talk about Jimmy Butler. What did you think of his performance? And I want to you know, add on to that. Let's latch on to that topic. When LeBron said that, and when he had that soundbite in his interview, what was your reaction? You know what, Mark, and no offense to Frankie J again, but Hart in this context is overrated. So he lost two of his other good teammates. Didn't really have pressure with him. So, you know, naturally, okay, he's talented, but is it like icon worthy or will this is a telltale? You could make a list of people who withered under the Uh, pressure. If, if if you know that's my point there was no pressure because you know if you're gonna put an asterisk on uh, I know you guys didn't but a lot of people do on the championship and stuff then you gotta put an asterisk on the other side as well so I would beg to argue on the heat side being the underdogs that they were and they fully embraced it it you know the pressure wasn't there the two other main guys weren't there so naturally he would rise that being said, let me pivot on who the more impressive player was. The more, more impressive player was for me was Anthony Davis. <laughs> Going up against uh, I'm the great <laughs> his first finals and throughout the playoffs, you know, he, he was the one who made the stamp. And you know, if, if Jimmy Butler Okay, solidified that he deserves to be in an all-star game. <laughs> Anthony Davis solidified that he's a regular all-NBA first team with uh, his performance. So, you know, I know we're on the Jimmy Butler topic, but I'm going to pivot to that. Now, what was the other thing about uh, LeBron asking for respect? Hey, man, legends yeah. don't ask. They just that- do. And it just <laughs> it just applies naturally, man. You got, if you got a bag, you don't deserve it. You know? I mean, no, I like, think I think when, when, my argument when for I, that is he he deserves the respect. For some reason, people don't give it to him. You know, it's like, the rightful the rightful NBA fans, the rightful rightful Laker uh, Laker Nation right now is giving him his respect because of what he contributed to the Lakers and with the, uh, to the Lakers in just two years of playing with them. 
So the reason why he's asking for it because he notices that he hasn't bringing them back getting, to the promised land. Exactly, he hasn't been getting the respect that he deserves. Now, when you talk about Kobe, you know everyone respects Kobe. No one really disrespects him. When you talk about Jordan, everyone respects Jordan, and no one really disrespects him, and rightfully so. But why is it that LeBron performs at the same level as they do? But why or is he getting disrespect, or, or even even better, arguably better? But why is he getting disrespected for it? So that's why he wants his respect. And, and, you know, I've been giving him the respect ever since he was in Cleveland the first time. Even more respect when he was in Miami, of course. And even when he left Miami, I, I still am a fan of LeBron. So, Manzano, why don't you just give the man his damn respect? Uh, hey, man, Frankie J, you asked the question. That's the, that's the answer. Because there are questions to him. You know, the ends do not justify the means. Does he get the results? Does he get the stats? Yes. And I know this is another topic altogether. But there's way more context behind this, you know. And you can go on and on. On. But yep, so that's pretty much it. I I, I like the the way that Manzano put it. Because there are a lot of questions. There are a lot. Um, there are a lot of um, doubts. There I dare say it, doubts. Um, and the uh, key difference maybe, I mean, Kobe fans and, and MJ fans would say that their favorite player stuck with one team all throughout their career, didn't have, didn't have to jump from team to team. And uh, you know, they'd say have to get superstar help or other st- all-star players around him to win. But definitely, LeBron has uh, the respect of player. But yeah, that's part of his greatness. So that's part of his legacy. Um, even if he has some doubters, he has some haters. You can't doubt four championships and an 18-year career where he sustained such impressive um, athleticism, um, performances, and where he ranks up in the stats. He's not even done yet, and he's. The uh, prediction nga is that he might be the all-time leading scorer eventually when it's all said and done. Um, um, JB. Um, yes, Mark. JB, what did the Jimmy Butler's performance? Uh, to what I said earlier, that he's now a superstar in the NBA. Well, uh, well, for me, what a superstar. And it was just a matter of time and team na mapalabas yun. And fortunately, umabot niya siya sa Miami where the culture really fit him. Na, uh, na everyone's just working hard. Everyone's working towards uh, chip. So, so yeah, yeah. and it really vindicates him from the narrative that was around him na he wasn't a team player and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Miami really great fit and Jimmy Butler just an underappreciated superstar. And and he really showed it to finals. Frankie J, I'm sure you were so proud to be a part of this redemption ni Jimmy Butler. Diba? Yung yeah, yeah so much. As a an, an all-star and now he's uh, led the team to a respectable effort in the finals. Right. What, what are your thoughts on where he is now and as a valuable part of the Heat team? Well, first of all, I'm um, talking about Jimmy Butler. 
I know that you know I I'm so so known as a Heat fan, but I've been a fan of Jimmy Butler ever since. I even have a T-shirt jersey of him in my closet right now, um, in a Minnesota jersey, <laughs> uh, number wow. twenty-three. I do, I do. Uh, if I can just show it to you, I'll show it to you. But yeah, Jimmy Butler has had my respect ever since he was in Chicago, and you know I I, I don't know when he played the D Wade there, and. I'll make this quick. I have um I have two points um from what you mentioned, Mark. Uh, you mentioned that uh, Jimmy Butler is a superstar, and this might surprise everyone, but I don't agree with that. Um, just because of the fact that I believe that there are only three superstars in the in the NBA right now. So of course we have LeBron. The second, I would argue, it's KD. And the last is um, maybe a bit of a bias opinion. Is Steph here, it's Steph Curry. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, these people. Steph Curry is for me a super, super, superstar level because he brought the Warriors championship with while reinventing the game. You know, the three point game and everything. But you know, Jimmy Butler isn't quite there yet. Um, although I would agree with what you mentioned, Mark. He gave one of the best finals performances. That I've seen in Game Three, um, I'm not sure if I could say that it's the best of all time, but it's up there. And you know, carrying a yeah. team without the two best players, and I, I know that Manzana did mention that it's it's natural for these things to rise, but you know, the the, the will to do that, um, forty points, forty point triple double against LeBron and AD, yep, guarding him. Um, it's it's really remarkable, and uh, how he how he um, what do you call this? How he brought his teammates to play well that night, and I think that's what makes him. If he's not a superstar level player, he's at least an elite uh, elite NBA star just because of the fact that he can make the players around him better, just like how LeBron is. So, right. moving forward, yeah. I think you know. You mentioned Jimmy Butler before. Was um, he was branded as a what do you call this? A team wrecker and everything. But now a lot of people want to play with him. I, I, I believe a lot of people, a lot of NBA players, want to go to the Miami Heat to play with Jimmy Butler. And everyone realizes that Jimmy Butler is a team player. And you know the other just the other three teams that you know the Sixers, the 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 Wolves, and the. And the Chicago Bulls just really missed out on, you know, Bulls. banking in on Jimmy Butler as their superstar. Yeah. It's, it's, it was a really nice story. One of the nice uh, narratives that we witnessed during this bubble, how he was able to lead the team to the, to the finals again. Exactly. So props to the Jimmy Butler. If he's not a superstar, if it's not a consensus that he's a superstar, he gave superstar performance. Right. At least exactly. in the finals. And if he, if he, if he keeps I think up, I can, I can summarize it, Mark. So Jimmy Butler's good, but he isn't basketball Jesus rank yet, man. <laughs> that's basketball true. That's Jesus. true. Uh, inside joke right there. Uh, another topic for another time. Who is the basketball Jesus? Uh, but okay. So after Jimmy Butler um, giving one of the you know one of the most memorable performances in recent finals history, we. We want to wrap this up with our last uh, point, our last question. Does uh, this championship by the Lakers 
LeBron's fourth, AD's first, and the Lakers, ayan ba, 17th? 17th. 17th championship. JaVale McKee's Just... third, man. Don't forget about that. <laughs> JaVale McKee's third. <laughs> Oo oh, nga naman. Put some respect on JaVale McKee's name, even if hindi, hindi siya masyado naglaro during the last uh, series. Does this championship, this, this 2020 NBA championship, have an asterisk? Um, does it, you know, may mga doubts ba? Does it have that cloud of um, uncertainty? Or does it have this cloud of, uh, you know, people thinking, ah, it's not a real championship? Right. Um, what do you guys think? May, may asterisk ba? For me. For me. Uh, short go, uh, <coughs> okay. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, JV, go ahead. Go, go, JV. Short answer, short answer, no. Everyone played in a specific circumstance. In this case, the bubble. Everyone was had to play under that. Everyone played under the same rules. And yun, that's it. Uh, just, everyone just playing for one championship. That's it. Wala namang other circumstances around it. Wala namang uh, sa F- in the bubble, wala namang effort na wala. Wala namang uh, like instance na mapapadali yung road to championship even it it, yeah. it makes it harder nga eh. Kasi everyone's just in the bubble. Wala yung support systems nila. Um, and really, they were playing in really a hot climate in terms of uh, political issues nila. Exactly. Yeah, so social, social unrest. It's still the same no. game. It's still, still same game, same round basketball. Ten, ten feet free throw line. Ten feet away free throw line. Wala naman nag-iba sa game. Ganun pa din yung rules from how Naismith invented it. So yun, right. wala. Wala. Walang, ast- walang asterisk okay. at all. No asterisk. Frankie J. For me, I would put an asterisk to it. Because of all the right reasons. Um, they deserved it. But the asterisk is because of this is probably the hardest NBA playoff run mentally for 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 the championship of the Lakers. So if the asterisk is gonna put if the asterisk is gonna put in the history books on this championship, it's gonna be because of its uh, the mental aspect of it. You know, it's not really the player's priority to play just because of what they feel um with the you know with the things happening in the US um you know at one point they did mention COVID, that they the, they the covid yeah exactly at one point they did mention that they were ready to leave the bubble because of you know the social justice issues that's happening in the US and i don't think at any point in time in in the restart that the players prioritize basketball so they were very vocal with their opinions which made it hard for them to even you know think about basketball at some point or at most points in the game so that's why i think that the asterisk is there because of you know mentally this is the most challenging um nba playoffs and nba championship for the lakers and that's the only reason why i put an asterisk on that championship and they deserve so much respect for that they deserve so much praise for what they went through. Not just the Lakers, but the whole NBA who were in uh, the, the whole NBA um, organization uh, for playing through it. Uh, and, you know, Agreed. at the same yeah. time, um, utilizing their platform to raise awareness and, you know, 
do uh, do some sort of call to action on the issues that are that are happening over there. Yeah, I just to just to piggyback off of uh, Frankie J's argument. I agree. We have actually the same answer. There's an asterisk, but uh, this entire 2020 has an asterisk exactly. as a year. I'm sure you guys would agree. Playing through a pandemic, um, through all the really crappy things that have happened, uh, there's an asterisk on this championship. But it, like what Franco said, it's not a bad thing. Um, I, I'd say it's, it's even what makes it more unique and more memorable is the fact that it was played in a bubble. No fans, no travel. But if anything, I mean, you could even say it was the great equalizer. You really saw teams just play their heart out. Um, of course, under unique circumstances, very different. And they're exactly. not used to it. It's not, it's not at all the same as how uh, the Warriors played it through their dynasty. The Bulls played um, from in the 90s, the Lakers in the uh, late 80s, etc. All these, the Spurs throughout the two decades winning championships. Yeah. It was not the same. But uh, if anything, you could appreciate this championship a bit more. Uh, and what it means, especially during this time, you know, in, in terms of, um, you know, um, serving us some sort of a distraction, uh, for not a distraction, a good way to like channel, yeah, um, competitiveness, Understood. energy, while at the same time, har uh, still harping on the important issues at hand. So yeah, for me, there's an asterisk, but that doesn't make it a less meaningful or a less valuable championship. It's going to be in the record books as hopefully we don't have too many more bubbles, uh, but we don't know. I mean, this next season might be, the next two seasons might be, but knock on wood, hope it's not. Uh, but there's an asterisk, but it's not on the negative side. Naman. Mark, I like yung term na the, the great equalizer, yung bubble. Because if, if, if you notice the run in the NBA bubble, now you get to notice that there's effect on the fans. So, yeah, for yeah. example, I was, was uh, going to run your Warriors, take... right? Yeah, you're going to run your Warriors. Parang everybody would be shouting. Everybody yep. would be hyped up. So, parang, uh, the, the feeling would be the Warriors would be up 20, where in reality, they're just up by 3 or 4. Yeah. Make a yep. psychological yep. effect with the fans. So, yeah. yeah JB beat me to it. So, Mark didn't ask me yet, but my take is no asterisk. Simply put, and this, this is no offense to the Heat, because the higher seed won. So, if it was a lower seed that won championship, it, there would have been a small asterisk to it, given that right. you admitted it yourself. It's an equalizer. So, you know, it's a, the premise of basketball over our whole season is, you know, the reason we have playoffs and we have seedings is part of it is what JB said, that there is a home and away uh, angle to it. So had the, a lower seed won and that handicap, that disadvantage taken away, then maybe, just maybe, there's a small yeah. asterisk. But given that mm -hmm. the higher seed won, it's moot and, moot and academic. Now, you might say, um, there were some big casualties like the Bucks and the Heat or you know the Clippers against the Nuggets. Yep. Uh, yeah. Those were upsets. I would say that in the end, uh, it does prove the metal of the Lakers, you know, because they didn't succumb to that. And secondly, um, if if you're gonna go to the regular season, they were actually a better road team than a home team anyway. Uh, they actually had more home losses than road losses. So. In the end, 
Mutin Academic, let us all thank the Los Angeles Lakers for winning championship and avoiding the asterisk. So that that's the final. That, that's a bit unfair though. Like <laughs> that's a bit unfair, and it sounds more of an excuse if the Lakers had lost. So I don't know. Um, I, it, it's also part of the game that you have to adapt to the to the environment if ever it changes. If you go to the away side of the team, you're expected to win. Win if you're a good NBA team. So this is for me. This is simply put. Similar, if there are no fans in attendance, because you're expected to play your hearts out. You, you don't play for the fans anyway. You play for you play to win, and I think that's that's the reason true, why either true. way, either way, if the Heat or uh, if the Heat had won, it wouldn't be an asterisk. And right now, the Lakers had won. Again, my my point um, technically is my my point technically it's no asterisk but the asterisk is only for you know the mental challenge that everyone has played through i like the discussion we had here um in this part of the the podcast maybe you know as the weeks and the months pass and if the nba does resort to another bubble like setup maybe we can discuss these challenges more in depth but i just wanted to add i mean in some basketball tournaments like the nca final four if I'm not mistaken, I'll correct me. I don't follow the NCAA that well, but um, they play in a neutral venue, Or is that football? But in any case, I mean, um, in football, the finals of a Champions League is in a neutral venue. It depends. Yeah, they, they, they could, it could happen, but it's not related to the teams. Yeah. 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 So there are some sports, if not just basketball, um, that play in a neutral venue. So in this case, there's no more neutral venue than a. Than a than a court without any fans. I mean, yes, diba, they tried to put the logo to, yeah. to make it a home and away feel, but you know, it's not the same. So True. it's a it's a neutral setting, it's a neutral uh, platform, and um, yeah, you, the best team just really won. And tama naman si, I'm not saying that Manzano is 100% right. Uh, he is a troll after all. But what I am saying is that um, you know, the favorite did win. The, the favorite, the title favorite did win. So um, it's still glad. I'm so, so glad that the NBA pulled this off, uh, win, giving us a very entertaining finals without a single positive COVID case in the bubble. True. So props to them for that. All right. So that's going to do it for episode number six, our very, very late uh, NBA finals takeaways. We hope that you enjoyed that. If you did, you can subscribe to us or follow us on Spotify. The Forecast PH on our, all our socials, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, The Forecast PH. You can follow us as well on all our personal uh, accounts if you want to. So uh, we'll be back in the next few weeks uh, for more on sports, basketball, and anything that we want to talk about. This has been the uh, PR Boy Next Door Mark with The Real Deal, JV, the Rookie of the Year, Frankie J, and the Human Internet Show, Manzanod. This has been The Forecast PH, episode number six. We'll see you till we see you. Peace. Bye, guys. Stay safe.